0: And now, a thought from GEICO Motorcycle. It took 15 minutes to click on the banner ad entitled, You Won't Believe What These Child Stars Look Like Now. Be dissatisfied, and kind of sad, about how the child stars look. And now your computer is plagued by incessant pop-up ads. Oh, this can't be good. To add insult to injury, you could have used those 15 clickbait minutes to switch your motorcycle insurance to GEICO
1: Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on motorcycle insurance.
0: Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn, ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn, tell people to stay off the lawn, compare it to your neighbor's lawn, and complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance, which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. The following is a Sweet Truth media production and may not be suitable for all audiences. Brothers and sisters, get around! It's time for the sanctuary of Sweet Truth. <laughs> Hey, this is Sugar Shane, and welcome to the sanctuary of sweet truth, where you're not going to get lies, you're going to get half-truths at best. i got my co-host with me, Billy Dees. And Man, you are wound up tonight. <laughs> and I, yeah, I am pretty high-strung tonight. And we got a special guest, a different guy than we had on here before, from the In These Layman's Terms podcast, Eagle Scout.
2: What's going on?
0: He had to mess last Tuesday, so he's making up for it tonight. Oh, cool. So, I don't know if that's why he's doing it. I'm just saying that. I mean be the hell of it. But. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. How y'all been? Y'all have a good uh, week so far?
1: I can't complain. Uh, staying busy, which is good, and uh, staying out of trouble, which is boring, but it's also good. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's kind of a double-edged sword. <laughs> yes, it is. I like those you like those <laughs> double-edged swords ways? oh I was, in what way <laughs> <laughs> use like your imagination to, like to hang on the wall or to nick people with <laughs> i nick myself with oh uh i had a little story about where i work at already that i found kind of humorous today oh those Alrighty. are the best stories I found out. and I don't know what location. I wouldn't tell you if I did. And I don't know what name of the person was, and I don't tell you that if I did. But apparently, somebody that worked in a deli department got fired and was accused of stealing ten thousand dollars worth of deli meat over the last eight years.
1: Now, oh, I I
0: read about this. Yeah, I caught that on. Yeah. Um, yeah okay. Yeah. Now you know damn good and well. There ain't no way in hell they were able to calculate how much meat in eight years. First of all, they got to prove she was doing it for the whole eight <laughs> years she was there. Second right, of all, they got, right. I mean, there's no way in hell this could be proven. And I mean, I'm not going to name the company if you've seen it in the news and you know who the hell I'm talking about. Right. But the thing about it is, I'm not going to let me be in working there going pop. I mean, hell, i tell I mean, this is I'm, I'm, I'm off the clock. You know, I'll just tell it like it is. It don't matter. And you, that's just that's just. And did you know that they're getting uh, letters in the mail, emails or whatever, pissed off customers because they're saying things like maybe if you paid your employees better, they wouldn't have to steal that deadly meat. I've yes. i am seen. They're right. I believe it. Yeah, pissed absolutely. off and you know that's what that's what kills me if she stole something okay fire If she really did steal something i mean what you want to judge your base your stealing on what i steal my my base mine on probably ain't gonna is gonna be different you know, right. Walking out walking out with a pound of ham i'm gonna be a little bit you know like what the hell but you know going back and sampling you know something i ain't gonna you know get crazy about yeah but if she stole something fire But don't go in this, make up false accusations, saying, oh, we... And and then if you say, well, we've been keeping an eye on her, you've been letting her steal $10,000 worth of daily meat for the last eight years?
1: That's a lot of meat. That that just sounds crazy.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Makes no sense. Unbelievable. So... But I just wanted to bring that to light. That I thought that was, a, you know what, you know what I think this company's fixing to do. As I've told you before, I very look, <laughs> I very, I know exactly what I'm looking at when I see it, and I know how. Right, right. I think yeah. ahead, and I know a lot of times I'm right. And a lot of times I'm right, as I've said in the past. Uh-huh. we had to we had to watch this video the other day for keeping up with our updates and what we know that the company's doing. Well, this video that we watched. The only thing they talked about throughout most of that video was the Get Go gas stations. Okay. I think what they're fixing to do, I think Giant Eagle is going to sell out their regular Giant Eagle locations. They're going to keep the Market District locations they have, and they're going to and they're going to focus. All their attention on the get-go gas stations and get places like Sheets and Circle K and all that in the area run for their money. That's what that I think be, is. I've heard.
2: Be. I've heard rumors circling around, you know, stuff like that happening. Because I know the I want to say it was either earlier this year or last year. There were um, there were rumors that they wanted to that some company I can't remember who it was, but some company was looking to buy. Those regular Giant Eagles and the market uh, districts. But, but, but Giant Eagle was like, okay, well, we'll sell the Giant Eagles, but not the market districts. And they couldn't come to an agreement.
0: Well, the thing about it is, and I don't mean to be mean, but if a, if a strong competitor came into this area, <coughs> like Kroger or Publix, they would give this place a run foot of money that market districts would have to come down. On their prices on the, on a large-scale area, not like dropping the prices on a few so you can jack prices up on the rest of the store, that type of thing, but <laughs> think, but uh, that's just pretty much how it works, I mean, if people be in their store and they're like, damn, I can't believe this sale they're having, it's $3 off a box of this, well, that's because they made up for it in a quarter here and a quarter there and a quarter there, it's the law of economics. I'm not gonna lose money. What in the hell are you doing? My chair's like noisy. Surfing over there?
2: My chair's noisy.
0: Damn, sound like you're surfing. I'm like <sighs> What if the damn waves over here? Shit. Yeah, it's Florence. Oh God, yeah, we get hit bad. You're just right across the street from me almost. <laughs> Jesus. Gotta catch them waves. But anyhow, that's just what I think. I could be wrong. But I don't think I am. I think that's where they're going. Yeah, already. And, uh, and, but if a good, strong company like those two came and moved into this area, yeah, they would, uh, they would have to come down to the prices on a large scale because there's no way they could compete. No way. So then uh, then the, <coughs> the market districts would hurt too eventually. That's just truth of the matter. But, I, oh, yeah, um, I believe it. Did you hear? We know now that Florence is now hitting North Carolina from what I've heard. Right. Uh, I don't know what the damage has been like yet. I haven't heard a damage report. Probably It's probably too early to tell. Yeah,
2: point. yeah. I've been watching uh, the Weather Channel, and they haven't been showing a whole, whole lot. But the little bit they have been showing is the uh, the the meteorologist standing out there in the middle of it. Yeah. Holding, holding himself up. <laughs> Look what I went to school for, y'all.
0: <laughs> damn body bigger in a damn wind and shit. <laughs> Him hanging on to a palm tree. I'm like, yeah, I'll pass we gotta have a special. You got to have a special kind of passion for that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't knock it. I mean, hell, they do it. They do it. Don't blame them, you know, if that's what they love to do. But my ass ain't going to do it. <laughs> I can tell you that. I know I I couldn't. I'd fly away. I'm going to be the ones evacuating. Uh, Speaking of the hurricane, though, the summer of 2018, (sighs) according to this Democratic senator, uh, I forget his name now, Jeffrey something, he claims that $10 million was given in the budget from FEMA into ICE, the Immigration and Customs Enforcement. Yeah. Have you heard about that? Yes, I have. I have as well. Yeah. Man, why yeah, don't apparently- you take ten billion dollars right here at hurricane season? Uh, and
2: apparently-
1: gets- what? Oh, go, go ahead, ahead Billy. Go- I was just going to say. Apparently, there was some let's call it borrowing from a number of different agencies for ICE.
0: That is correct. That's that's the allegation. Yeah, they said TSA got it. And uh what was the other one? Uh Coast Guard. <laughs> I took money from them too, too.
2: What I saw was um I saw the news um when they were not when it broke, but afterwards and they were discussing it. And they had that particular senator on um as an interviewer as an interview, and he actually picked up the document and showed it to the camera. And They and he had asked uh, uh, the news had asked beforehand. You know when they heard about it. Okay, well, do you know? Was any of this taken out of disaster relief? And the the person at the White House said, "No, it wasn't." Well, on the paperwork, it said a couple million was taken out of disaster relief, among other things that were taken from the uh, the uh, the 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 whole shebang. The
0: whole shebang.
2: Yeah, I can't I could I can't think of what it's called. FEMA. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's there's like different there's like different category or different different sections of FEMA. And one of them is disaster relief. Uh, and yeah. they actually took a couple million out of disaster relief. In the middle of in the middle of this and, and apparently hurricane season starts like somewhere near the, I think the beginning or the middle of June. And this was decided on right around there or shortly after.
0: Oh. Uh. Yeah, I don't understand why you would take ten million dollars right at this time of year. You're going to need that money. You're probably going to need it real soon. Yeah. And did you hear what he did on Twitter? I
1: can't imagine.
0: He tweeted. <laughs> he tweeted. It's a lie that Puerto Rico didn't have three thousand people die in the hurricane. He said. When yeah. I le-, he said after I left, it was only like six to eighteen. I'm like, you stupid, arrogant ass. I mean, do you think these people are just coming up with numbers out of their assholes?
1: God. Well, you know, I, I, I totally agree that um, there's some seriously wrong numbers there. Um, and And he should be a little bit more precise with those numbers, but... I will say also that a lot of the criticism, as far as what uh, what has happened down there, uh, doesn't necessarily fall on the United States. You know, it, it isn't like a you, you have a hurricane or something like that. You know, hit Alabama or something where you got all you have to do to help them is drive across the border. Mm. Uh, you have an island that is, uh, you know, you, you, there's only a couple of ports where you can get big ships in. Uh, there's only a couple of uh, airports that will handle large planes, and you have in the in the urban areas you have, the, for the most part, an infrastructure that's maybe on par with some por- uh, parts of the United States, of the mainland. Uh, but once you get into the in, into into the hills, I mean, it's not like the suburbs. Okay, I mean, it's, it's, it's very rough terrain. It's, it's areas that are hard to get into and uh, areas that are very vulnerable, to high winds and things like that. So you, you have a completely different situation. Oh, yeah. And uh, there was those reports, too, of all that water that was left on the, uh, on the runway. There was apparently, I don't know how many thousands or possibly millions of bottles of water that were left on this, uh, on, on this runway and the water has actually gone bad because it's been out in the sun it smells bad there's bacteria in it or what have you and uh you know there was a uh, you know qu- qu- quite a big uh t- to do about uh who is responsible for that mm. now my understanding is is that when fema or a federal organization takes uh, a shipment like that to a state or to a province it's that it's then up to the local people to distribute that. Mm. Now what I don't understand is how in the hell can there be uh, and the pictures were online we were talking about an enormous like several football fields just filled with these crates (laughs) of water. How can it be that nobody said anything? How can it be that nobody knew I can't believe that nobody knew anything down there that would say hey uh, by the way we got people that are you know drinking this, uh, you know, hit water from the hills, but we got all this stuff there just sitting there. I can't believe that nobody said anything. Right. Th- there had to be hundreds of people that knew that that water was there. Yeah, you so would sick.
0: Yeah, you would.
2: If, if you're talking like uh, like pallets and whatnot, did they have the um, the um, the vehicles in order to move all of them?
1: I, here again, I don't know, but it, it it's... Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that moving this stuff was was an issue. Um, but I, it, it, the, when you read this report, it's almost like, oh, look at all this water that was here. You know, it's like this big surprise that there was all this water there and nobody knew about it. Right. So I, I mean, I, could, I can't imagine that they couldn't have gotten some volunteers or or you know groups of people to take small amounts of it and start distributing it. I can't believe the best solution was just to leave it sit there.
2: Personally, maybe this is just my opinion, but I I, kind of get where you're coming from, really, with the the local population handling it. However, if it's at a, a, a storage facility like that, not to mention that Puerto Rico is a commonwealth of the United States. Yes. Uh, why didn't the why didn't any femA personnel or or military personnel or anyone within the within the u s government perhaps move move it into other areas where it would be easier rather than from a storage facility oh, I,
1: I absolutely agree I mean there's a lot of blame to go across the board here like I said hundreds of people had to be had to be negligent yeah. I mean, because
2: i'm 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 not i'm i'm Uh, how do I put this I don't like how Trump handled some of it I'm not going to say I don't like how he handled all of it because I don't know I don't remember all of the details
1: right right right
2: Um, however I will say that we really need to look at and assess the government as a whole in reference to this because he was not the only one that took part in that yeah so we should really be, be not not pointing fingers so much at individuals, but as the government as, an, as, a, as a unit, as an organization, ask them, "What the hell is going on?" Yeah. Is there any kind of organization? Is there you know a, a chain of command somewhere where there's a missing link? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you, Eagle Scout. I mean, uh, generally, presidents are not expected to personally handle uh, disaster organization and disaster management. I mean, that that's supposed to fall under people who are professionals who have been trained to do that. And uh, I'm not saying that they obviously don't have power to do something or to intervene. Um, but the idea that, that that it was Trump alone that uh, caused these bad things to happen, and th- there's a lot of blame to go around both on the federal level and with the local level of Puerto Rico. Because like, like I said, I can't believe there weren't hundreds of people who knew that that water was there. That's yeah. just hard for yeah. me. just yeah. you know, hard for me not to believe. When you, when you, we, I don't know if you guys have checked out the pictures, but we're talking about an enormous. I mean, it's not like you know a truckload sitting in the corner. There are literally football fields full of crates that are probably who knows how tall—six or seven feet, eight feet tall—of water hmm. that just sat there.
2: If anything, I wouldn't be... I I, I wouldn't have been surprised if I had heard that, you know, like you said, like, you know, those who are the locals would... would, As soon as it was found out, because I'm sorry, but, you know, a small island island like that and, you know, most of... I'm not going to say everybody knows everybody, but, you know, people know... It's it's a little bit more of a close-knit kind of uh, society, I would think. So, I mean, you know, word spreads... I'm surprised I didn't hear about people breaking in and trying to 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 steal some of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just sitting on a runway. It, it's you know, and and uh, in the aerial photos lead me to believe that it was visible for you know long ways out, and it was at an airport. I mean, it wasn't like it was you know in some far remote place. It was it was an area that gets a lot of traffic. Uh, so I just can't believe that there weren't an enormous amount of people. And I could be wrong. Maybe there's something I'm missing. I don't know. I mean, I wasn't there but it just seems like it's hard for me to believe that nobody in Puerto Rico knew that that water was there.
0: Yeah. Somebody had to know.
2: Uh, too many, too many ands, if, buts, whats, who,
0: where, when, why, and how. He was talking about, yeah, I thought somebody knocked on the door. Whenever he was talking about them being a close-knit family, you know, or close, close in that community, you know, the, yes. song, the song that came to my mind for some reason was Sometimes You Wanna Go Where Everybody Knows from Cheers. That, uh, song, yeah, that uh-huh. song popped in my head. You heard about Norm McDonald?
1: There was something about him.
0: I, I don't remember what it was. Some kind of remarks he made about the Me Too movement okay and uh I didn't there was only one I found to be kind of bad but the rest of them I didn't really see being that damn big a deal but the one of them was kind of a little bit that uh, he didn't apologize for okay but uh, the one that a lot of people don't realize what happened was he was told by Jimmy Fallon he couldn't be on the show I guess he was scheduled guests to be on their on the show Okay, and uh, everybody's assuming that it's because of these remarks he made to me too, but about me too. But that's not the case. What right. it is is it's about his viewpoint on late night TV. He had tweeted. He said that ever since Jon Stewart's show ended, right. late night hosts have been forced to become political pundits. And he went on he's to right. say, such as my friend Jimmy Fallon. Right, he's right. So, oh, he's a, he's a, he's spot on, right? 100 the percent right. There ain't yeah. no way around it. You can't even prove to be otherwise. No every motherfucker is old late night now has already become a damn political analyst with a joke.
1: And it's the same <clears> stuff <throat> over and over again.
0: And I guarantee you, everybody wants to put the host up on a pedestal and I'm not saying a couple of them may be there. But I guarantee you, most of that shit is what the networks want. And they're just being the network's bitch doing what they want them to do. I guarantee it.
1: Well, you know, you and I have talked about this before. And I have said all along, especially when it comes to Kimmel and uh, The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Those two, are, are they not only are are, are you know... <laughs> <laughs> their names are similar, but their shows are pretty much exactly the same.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and uh, the other guy, he's not far off either, the guy on CBS. Um, and and it's pretty much, okay, the first ten minutes they do a monologue. Oh, yeah. All right? Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's pretty much 80% about Trump. And he, you know, Trump is orange. Uh, you know, oh, he's, 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 his hair is not real. It's the same thing over and over and over again, okay? And then they go to a break, and they have some half ass skit that isn't even funny, okay? <coughs> and, and then the first guest is either going to be somebody from a TV show or somebody who wrote a book or somebody who's in a movie, and it's going to be some very false-sounding promotional interview about some dumb shit. Okay, yeah. and then they're going to either end the show with a live band or a comedian. Yep. Okay, that has been the show. That has been the the, the late night format for sixty or seventy years. Yeah, they've changed. I can't. I can't believe that somebody somewhere has. You know, maybe we should try mixing things up a little bit. Maybe we should do something different. <coughs> and, and you know, Johnny Carson. I know Eagle Scout's too young to remember him, but he was one of a kind. His personality was the show. okay. Oh, yeah. And, and Jay Leno wasn't bad, but he was he was nowhere near the caliber of, of John. And now that type of personality is gone. Everybody now is a mean-spirited political hack. <coughs> yeah. That's what it is. That's what and, it boils uh, down to for the most part. Yeah, and, I, and I, I've gotten to the point now where I very seldom watch the late night shows. I used to. Yeah, I but, don't watch uh, them very often anymore. No, and i am obviously sad on Step Late anyway, but I, I would try to catch maybe the monologue or something like that. And uh, it, it's the same stuff every night. It's the same stuff said in a different way every damn night. Yeah.
2: Let me let me ask you a quick question. Yeah. Um, I know you mentioned a couple of other people. I, I can't say I'm a big fan of, of watching the late night shows. Uh, just because, I mean, like sometimes, you know, depending on the guest, I might have some interest in reference to it. But overall, it's yeah, I'm here or there with that. But um, Conan O'Brien, what's your opinion?
1: I haven't watched him a whole lot. I I, I kind of like his personality a, a little bit better in terms of I don't I don't believe he's mean spirited. And in, in full disclosure, some of the people that worked on his staff I have worked for recently, so <laughs> I'm not going to say anything about him. But he he has. <laughs> Uh, <coughs> over the years and I remember when he first emerged, and here again Eagle Style, you're, you're too young, but when uh, there was a change up with the Late Late Show, which at that time was uh, David Letterman mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Conan O'Brien uh, came up um, he, he, he was uh, very much like uh, the, the college people w- was his crowd and 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 now, I don't know what his demographics are like, but I, I would guess that uh, uh, you know it's the college people of twenty years ago that are still kind of his crowd. They have that, that there's a little particular niche of that particular kind of humor. And you either can identify with it or you can't. Yeah,
2: because I, I will say there's been times when um, when I, I'm sure it's not every every single show, but every once in a while, he'll do like a you know a, a gaming type thing. He'll, he'll it'll be like Conan O'Brien, you know, playing a game, and you know, you you laugh at it because he's not that, you know, he's okay or he's not that great, or you know, sometimes he's not bad, I guess. But um, it seems like I don't want to say he's 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 like you said, like you said, mean spirited. He seems to be a little a little on the lighter side. You oh, know?
1: absolutely, yeah. That's what I that's what I said. I don't I, I don't catch that that snide type of humor from him, and I haven't you know I haven't watched the show enough to. To, to say for sure, but in the years as the years have gone on, I've caught
0: very little of that from him. Let me step and, in. And, and, let me step in ahead. Ahead. I just got to run real, real quick. The facility, y'all keep going. I'll be right back. Alright, fine.
1: All right. But what I was getting at was with uh, and Jimmy Fallon wasn't like that in the beginning. And from what I hear, what the industry says is that uh, he had Trump on, on the show during the, uh, during the election year. And uh, he messed up his hair. He said, can I mess up your hair? And Trump said, yeah. And you know, he messed up his hair and everybody laughed and everything. And a lot of people were really mad at him because he had this lighthearted uh, interview with Trump. And the, uh, the criticism was that he humanized Trump. He made him a likable person. Mm-hmm. And, and the uh, people that were against him were really unhappy with that. So his ratings kind of hit a rough spot. So somebody along the line said, "You know what? You, we got to start doing what Jimmy Kimmel's doing. We got to start doing what Stephen Colbert is doing. You have to go after Trump." Okay. So he's been playing catch up with this, uh, you know, this uh, anti-Trump stuff. And, and and like I said, I don't. I'm not defending Trump. That's not my point. Mm-hmm. But when that's the that's the, the bulk of your material every night, and it's it, and it's the same joke you know he's 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 the same color as cheese it's the same stuff over and over again and as far as i know to answer your question i i I don't watch enough of the late night shows to say for sure but i i don't imagine that conan is is that type of mean-spirited comic i I just never got that from him
0: no i don't think i don't think so he's always called me as kind of a kooky person but not being spirit Yeah,
1: he's a, he's a quirky comedian, and he'll be the first to admit that. He, his, his, he, his, his show will go to different countries,
2: you know, sometimes.
1: Yeah. Don't no, I, your... I like the guy personally. I I, yeah. I I like the guy a lot.
0: Yeah, I ain't got nothing against him, but just saying it's just a different personality. But it works for him, you know. Absolutely it does, yeah. And John Stewart worked for him. But every show show don't need to do that shit. Not every single one.
1: And he did it differently too. He did it uh, from an intellectual slant. And he he took that intellectualism and he, he made it funny. And he had a certain recipe to make that work. And this, this stuff now with Kimmel and, and the Tonight Show, it, it's just Trump is orange, Trump is stupid, Trump's a bigot, Trump is, oh, uh, yeah. you know, the color is cheese, Cheetos, and he doesn't know what he's talking about, and everybody, yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, it's the every, same thing every not, Every week and I, I, I even wouldn't mind that so much if they go after some other people besides Trump there's plenty of dingbats in, the, in, in Washington that's that you why would I said
0: if we ever did a show we'd be an equal opportunist if you're stupid as hell we'll balk about you Don't no matter what letter you and
1: got then and, and, and you know um in the past, uh, traditionally, uh, you know, presidents have always have always been fodder for for ridicule, yeah. Uh, and you know, Obama was back in the day when I was, you know, a young man and and starting out, uh, I would watch Johnny Carson a lot. He'd always, you know, poke fun at President oh, Reagan. Love. But it, I loved Johnny yeah. Carson. Oh yeah, he was the best. And and uh, uh, you know, he didn't. He never was mean about it. You know. Uh, he always did that. I'm sure you saw him dress up like Ronald Reagan and do those yeah. routines. And uh, you know, they were funny stuff. They, they weren't like today, where they're just they're just mean. Um, and uh, no, I didn't I, think
0: Ronald Reagan found them offensive.
1: Oh no, I, I can't imagine Reagan would. No, man, yeah. what are you doing? About?
0: I don't know. He sound like he's damn bowling. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind. Only you, got, for soup. you got the basement damn Olympics going on over there.
2: <laughs> yeah, inspired by uh Monty
0: Python's Twit Olympics. <laughs> well, you know who Michael Moore is, right? Oh yeah. That liberalist extremist movie oh, yeah. writer. You know what his name Clay What of his newest claims is? I
1: can't imagine
0: Trump could be the last president of the United States. Well, what the hell's he thinks gonna happen?
1: I, I'm not sure what he's insinuating. I mean, that could be taken a lot of ways. He He's uh, out
0: to me that, he, that Trump's going to get be so bad, it's going to get worse. That he's going to end, that somehow that's going to end the office of presidency.
2: Well, that that statement in and of itself is a very vague statement. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you you could potentially be talking because there's, there's a lot of people out there. I'm inclined to wonder or question or even think sometimes. You know what? Him being the last president, not so much. The office will end. Just you know, nuclear war, for example, because of the the the, the, the way he's handling foreign policies and politics.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, what a lot of people have asserted is that he's he's going to get so much power in Washington that, uh, you know, they're going to change the rules constitutionally. And, uh, you know, they're going to have... We're going to have something on the order of an oligarch. For uh, what? Something on the order of an oligarch as opposed to uh, a president. What's an oligarch? Um, it's... it's, it's An oligarch is uh, kind of like a king, um, except uh, it it implies that you have not only the governmental power, but you have the financial power of the country. And there's a lot of people who make the case that we're actually beyond socialism as it stands right now because we have a very, very, very small percentage of people that are controlling the enormous amount of wealth in the country. So there's a lot of people say that economically we are are already an oligarchy. Hmm.
2: That's oh. interesting. Okay.
0: Yes. Yes. The, the wealthy is held by a few. I will say that. <laughs> but uh. Hmm.
2: I'll I don't a good word.
0: But I don't yeah. see it. I don't see it happening though. I don't think it'll happen. I could be wrong, but I don't think it'll happen. Yeah. I don't
1: think it'll come to that. Uh, I, would, I would say probably not. But you know what? Uh, in the history of the world, in the history of civilization, oh, there's been, been some strange things happen.
0: Trust me, brother. Yeah. In the history of the world, civilizations, I'm sure me and you ain't the only ones that's ever said probably not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly right. <laughs> Is that Type to educated for that large block of ice? Probably not. <laughs> So, oh, I mean, you know. Uh, you heard about the Joe Scarborough uh, television deal, didn't you? No, no. What, what about him? He had. A, they had a tribute. It was during 9-11. You're supposed to be giving tribute to 9-11. You know, the okay. survivors, the people that lost loved ones, and whatever the case may be. Right. This idiot's over there trying to use 9-11 to attack Donald Trump. He, you know, he, he's he got a vendetta. I'm like, dude. Keep nine eleven is what it is—a memorial. We don't need to worry about Donald Trump. He ain't got a damn thing to do with this shit. You can't mm-hmm. blame him for that. So just take your damn shit over there and let everybody remember nine eleven the way they see fit. We don't need to worry about name blaming and slinging mud on that damn day.
1: Yeah, that's
0: um, biggest.
2: that's that's <laughs> Chuck Scarborough, right? No, it's um, Joe.
0: If it Joe. Is. Okay. Joe. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He, he's, the, he's the he's he's the one with Mika Brze, Brzezinski, Is that correct?
0: Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. But uh, was, wasn't there wasn't there a famous
2: reporter or something that was uh, Scarborough? I thought it was Chuck. I thought his name was Chuck.
0: That might have been, but it ain't this dude.
1: Okay, so it was Joe that made the remarks. Yeah. Okay, yeah, uh, you know, there's another guy that I've, I've followed for a number of years, and when he first started on MSNBC, he was actually more of the conservative voice, and conservative by MSNBC standards. You know? Right, right, right. And, uh, Don't he, go too he far, had, right? Yeah, he was actually, I felt, very even-handed. When he, mm. Even when he criticized Obama, he, he did it in a way that, you know, was, he was very understandable and he, he was that way when he talked about Bush and in the early days of uh, the 2016 election which actually started like in 2015 uh, and, and when Trump was just a candidate at that point um, I felt most of his comments were, were, were very fair whether you agreed with them or not you know they were fair but then something happened I mean uh, I know that Trump said <coughs> some things about Mika which probably did not help uh, and Trump said something like uh, he ran into her somewhere and her face was bleeding from all the plastic surgery that she had. He, he said something
0: really yeah dumb, that was awful. something along that line. He's so damn stupid. His shit don't even yeah. make any damn sense. You don't know. And the truth. And,
1: and, uh, <laughs> and that and that was before that was before their relationship was disclosed. I mean Joe and Mika, okay. And then they they went public with their relationship. And uh, it seems like since then. He has had a vendetta on. Trump. I don't care if Trump walked on water. I don't care if Trump cured a dozen
0: lepers. He's not going
1: to say anything good about him.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. You meet that kind. There's like I said. There's crazies on both sides of the fence. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. But well, you, they can't give credit or you know lay blame. Yes. Yeah. So, I already said what I thought. I wanted. Did I tell you what I wanted to dress up for Halloween this year is.
1: I can't imagine.
0: I didn't know if I told you yet <laughs> or not. I want to find... Remember them old 80s, late 80s commercials of the guy that used to dress up and he'd have the Kool-Aid jar pitcher. Oh, yeah. And he'd yeah, break yeah, through yeah. the walls? Yeah. I want to find one of those and wear a MAGA hat. That way I can be <laughs> one of the Kool-Aid drinkers.
1: There you go. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's good. I gotta say, that's good.
0: I thought it was a pretty good idea.
1: No, you're going out there, buddy.
0: Yeah. Him. Well, it's been confirmed that Henry Cavill will no longer be Superman. Oh, what movies. am I going to do now? <laughs> yeah. I will say I liked him as a Superman. Is it life-changing? No, I mean, I'll go on. I'll be fine. But, yeah. Uh, I do like. I do say I liked him as Superman. The one I'm glad to hear about, not yet quite confirmed, but looks like he's on his way out. Is Ben Affleck ain't going to be Batman either? And I'm saying hit the road, Jack. Don't you come back? I, I have no idea okay. why
1: he was. And I, not that I care, because my my interest in, in superhero mo- movies is is oh, about man. the same. everybody's got a love.
0: Everybody's got to love Batman. I know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> one or two movies here and there is fine. Ten of them, no, I don't think so. And, and uh, uh, I like I said, my interest in superhero movies is very small, and then to, to put Ben Affleck in a role like that, my interest in that was absolutely... He
0: already insane. sucked as Daredevil.
1: Yeah, and I remember
0: that. Yeah, <laughs> that sucked. It did
2: suck. Wait, no, that uh, was... Wait. Ben Affleck was Daredevil? Oh, okay, no, I'm getting my actors mixed up with superheroes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he was Daredevil, but he quit Batman. From what I hear, I'm glad to he hear because I didn't like him as Batman. I mean, he's just—he's not a superhero. Yeah.
2: That's just you know, I, I, I think I, I think I need to find the tallest building and just jump off. That's, yeah. that's the end for me.
0: You know who they're talking about? Somebody made a, an option of for play, replacing the guy to play Superman. I uh, can't imagine. The Rock. Come okay. on, man! <laughs> Do you really think he matches what you foresee? What you see as Superman?
2: I I like The Rock, but I, I, I don't like think rock. that's a I, I mean, don't think that's a good match.
0: I like The Rock, mm-hmm. and The Rock is, a, is he's made a big and vast improvements in his acting. I will say that. And he's oh got yeah, he yes. And yeah. he's got a hell of a damn career, and he's a sharp looking cat. Yeah, but the fucker can't play everybody. I mean, <laughs> yeah. God Almighty! I mean, what you gonna have him playing next? I mean, next role of Jesus or something? I mean, hell, you can't do it. I mean, there's certain things that just can't be done.
1: Hey Google, Scott. What was that guy's name that uh, is gonna play Aquaman? What's his name? He was on Game of Thrones. Uh, Jason Momoa. Yeah, I gotta tell you, that's a good-looking guy. Oh yeah, he's sharp. Yeah. Yeah, there's don't, a good-looking guy. Yeah, and I'm straight. I'm just
2: saying. Don't get my dude talking about, and she won't stop.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think he's a sharp-looking guy. There Ain't no doubt about that. Yeah, well, he he
1: he's 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 got an interesting look. I mean, I, I can very uh, much understand why he gets cast casted those like almost supernatural roles because he's he's not like just a leading man type. He's got this very <laughs> mystic look to him. Right. And uh, I, I, you know that, that that to me is an interesting type of character. You could do a lot with an actor like that.
2: Yeah. Not to mention, not to mention a little factoid: the um, that scar that you see going in uh, some of those movies on a, a, through the middle of his left eyebrow uh-huh. is actually from a bar fight. Oh, really? Someone uh, someone broke a bottle and slashed his face and, and cut him
0: right there. I fucker. That's not makeup, though.
2: Yeah. That that's not makeup. That's a
0: real life scar. <laughs> I bet that guy that hit him with that bottle lived to regret it. <laughs> yeah. uh, he looks like somebody to take it to your ass, just from looks.
2: Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. But uh, yeah, he's a sharp-looking guy, though. Yeah, he is. Uh, I think they made a really. You know what people people might make
2: fun of him or in reference to Aquaman, or just not like the change. But I think he makes a really good, updated Aquaman.
1: Yeah, I don't know enough about Aquaman to know but
0: I don't either I don't know enough about Aquaman I just know he lived in the water and he could talk to animals that's about all I damn know That's and you know
2: what that's the thing I think that that hurt that character cuz people are like oh Aquaman why would you put him in this movie he's just you know a guy who talks to fish but I'm honest to god I thought the same thing but when I saw the movie I was like wait he can do all this other stuff he actually like held back water he had super strength. I mean, All right. All right. I did not know that he can do that, and I actually like looked up the not the comics themselves, but information about the comics, and was like, okay, so he could do these things. So I'm like, why would people just concentrate on the one thing and disregard every you know the other aspects that makes the the superhero a superhero?
0: Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> I haven't seen Justice League yet. I got to check it out but I hadn't seen it yet. It's yeah, right?
2: it, it's enjoyable. It, it really is. I mean, people will knock it for, you know, this and that and the other, but if you just sit back, watch the movie for what it is, it's an enjoyable movie.
0: I'll give it a shot. I'll give it I'll give it a shot eventually. Hey, I'm going to see Halloween October the 19th. That's the date's been set. Uh-huh. So, I'm so stoked about that. <laughs> Is this that same, uh,
1: you know, the mask guy or whatever yeah, that
0: is? Yeah. Okay. I'll say this. It's interesting from the aspect that what they said they've done is parts two through whatever they made <coughs> of the originals, you can uh-huh. ca- you can cancel out. Act like they don't ever exist. It's going to pick right. up right where the first movie picked up, took off, left off. Is, is Jamie Lee Curtis in this one? Yes, she's in that. Yes. Role. Yes, she oh, is. Really? Okay. Yeah yeah it's, that's the part that interests me is that but uh other than that I'm not that stoked I would have if I went for Chris Theda I probably would have waited till, uh it came out on DVD to be honest with
1: you yeah that movie called uh, First Man would be something I'd be interested in but uh, it's probably not going to be as big of a hit as the stuff you guys are talking about uh, but it's it's about Neil Armstrong.
2: Yeah, I saw that commercial. It looks It looks like it has some in, intense moments. Now oh, I'm sure. curi- I'm curious to to learn whether or not they're. Fantasizing a lot of it, or they're actually taking like the facts from from like, accounts and and journals and you know records and all that stuff.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know enough about the film, but I can tell you that the the potential for a great story is certain there is certainly there because he was a great guy.
0: It's a cat. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing Venom. I am gonna. Be, I am looking forward to seeing that too. I will go see that because I like uh, Tom Hardy too. I like like Tom Hardy as an actor, so that really makes it even better. I think Tom Hardy is a hell of an actor. And he's a sharp-looking cat, too. But I think he's a hell of an actor. Have you heard about the iPhone X? Yeah. Uh, I don't know much about what the features are going to be yet. I did hear... Oh, go ahead. I
1: was just going to say, the tech community was not impressed with that uh, rollout yesterday.
0: They weren't... no, they probably ain't doing nothing new. Hell, the last phone wasn't nothing new.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it, it's getting to be oh well, it's got a better camera and it's got a faster processor. <laughs> it's the same thing they've been saying for the last five or six years. Um, I, I I and uh, the the one uh, there's different versions. I don't know what all the the model numbers are, but the 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 top one is eleven hundred dollars now. I believe.
0: Good God, God. Yeah. Oh, buddy. Uh, Jeez, do the I same just, old shit. Yeah, and I just they
1: just, <laughs> they just had a major revamping last year, so I don't know if this is uh you know,
2: Oh, know uh, something out. left over or an actual like product of the new the new guard, so to speak.
1: Yeah, apparently there's some you know, improvements to the screen and stuff like that, uh, but there hasn't been anything stunning coming from Apple in a while.
2: Yeah, I just um actually today one of the things I did was I actually went out and got myself a new phone. Would you I think- um I have a Galaxy S eight.
1: Oh, I hear it's really good. That's what I've
2: that's what I have heard. I've I had an S four for the longest time. I mean it was to the point where that thing the only way I could turn it on was to actually make sure it was plugged in. And it would not detect the SIM card, so it would have it randomly restart and mm. because it because it needs to be plugged in to, to be turned on, it doesn't turn on when it tries to restart. Okay. So it was it was definitely time. And this thing it's I haven't really delved like incredibly deep into it, but it's it's pretty it's pretty cool. It's pretty interesting. I mean, it's got the <laughs> the, the facial recognition and the yeah. the fingerprint thing to lock it and I'm like, "What? Hmm. Yeah, it's,
1: they've had. not uh, holding state secrets. Yeah, yeah. Samsung's had that for a while, um, and I understand uh, the camera's supposed to be pretty good on it. So, um, have you used the camera at all yet?
2: Um, I haven't taken any pictures now. I have okay. to find a good a good chance when uh, one one of my cats are kind of just you know in a good pose.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the one thing I did here on the new phone that's coming out, or new, if I have the say, phone, new uh, watch that I, Apple's doing. Yeah, it's going to monitor your heart and do ECGs. Yeah, I, that I, I, did, I think it. I did hear about that. Yeah, I, mean, I guess if you, I don't know, I guess that'd be kind of cool. It'd also, be kind of frightening. I I,
1: I I don't know how I feel about that. You know, the fact <coughs> of the matter is, is that the the age of the smartphone kind of wiped out watches because everybody looked at their at their phone to find out what time. it Right. And uh, I, I I was never one to wear jewelry. I don't like jewelry. I don't like, you know, bracelets or... Fun. And I'm I not hate gonna, I'm bracelets. I'm not going to wear it. I'm just not going to
0: do it. I never liked bracelets on me at all. And I li- I did like a watch, but I don't wear one anymore because I can't wear it at work. And ever since I can't wear it there, I just don't even bother wearing one anymore. Right, right, yeah. So I use my phone as my watch, yeah. Yeah. So... That's all we got for this one night? Uh, for tonight, I want to thank Eagle Scout for joining us. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. You want to give us the uh, where you can follow us at? Say this that one, again. Do you want to tell them where they can follow us at on Twitter?
1: Oh, absolutely, sure. Um, obviously, if you would like to tweet us, you can do so. Real easy to find on Twitter at Sweet Truth Radio, and our Spreaker link is in our our. Um, Twitter bio, but you can find us on Spreaker. Uh, it's the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth podcast, and of course, that's all rolled in now with uh, Sweet Truth Media, and that includes uh, In These Layman Terms, which is on a Tuesday night yes, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Here again, you can find all this on uh, Spreaker. And our show, The Sanctuary of Sweet Truth, is on live twice a week, Monday and Thursday at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Of course, you can check us out anytime, streaming or what have you, 24 hours a day. All of our past shows are available.
2: Good. Hey, don't you have, Billy? Uh, don't you have something coming up? Is it like in a couple of days?
1: Yeah, I'm. I'll. I'll. I'll try <coughs> to keep that.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's trying to keep that low oh. key. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Yeah. You're good. You're good. That's <laughs> okay, why yeah. I figured you did not nothing, but that's cool. Okay. Alright, well we'll go. We'll be back here Monday night at eleven o'clock. Y'all have a good one. Have a good weekend. Hey. Yeah, y'all gonna And now an ad from Dad. <clears throat> Alright. Save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's what well man. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations.
1: Is your
2: fixed income truly fixed income? Does it provide diversification, income, and risk management for your clients? At MFS, we help advisors deliver these essentials. We call it
1: Essential Fixed Income. Find out more at MFS.com fixed income.